Welcome into episode 9 of the Peloton People Podcast. I'm your host, Anderson Keithley, and today I'm joined once again by my co-host, William Keithley. Hello. And we're back with yet another episode. It's been another successful week of Peloton People, as the podcast is going to go up when we said it was going to go up. And on top of that, the Peloton journey for me this past week has been really solid. I haven't missed a day. What about you? It depends on what you define missing a day. Okay, so have you gotten on a piece of equipment and done something every day? Yes. Okay, then you haven't missed a day. Yeah, but see, that's kind of, I don't know, because some days I just get on and do a walk, and right. I, I don't really know if that really counts. Is it exercise or is it working out? That is the question. It's probably both. Well, technically, yes, but wouldn't you consider exercise just a casual thing? Working out would be exerting yourself to a physical limitation. Uh, maybe so. Yeah, I'm not really exerting myself when I do a walk, so I, th- I think I do want to do some more um, Pelotons because, Peloton classes, I mean, because I did a class last week. I guess it was my favorite class of the week. It was also my least favorite. Oh. But it was... Um, a 45-minute Power Zone classic rock ride from Christine from 12-21-20 at 8 a.m. And I was just, I was worn out. I like I kind of tanked out with about 10 minutes to go. It was, it was really bad. It made me think I really needed to retake the FTP test. Interesting. So not, and not take the FTP test for the good reasons, but retake the FTP test because I'm getting worse. Okay. So... That's interesting. Now, as you talk about that, the time is, I just realized that everybody listening to this is in a different time zone. So when we tell them the class and the time, it's all different for everybody. So like when we tell them the time, that's our time and central time. Oh, okay. So I think going forward, we're going to make the switch to class of the week. We're just going to tell you the class, the instructor, and the date it was taken. There's no chance that any instructor did two of the same class in the same day. That's true, that's true. So I think we'll do that (laughs) distinction, because it it just kind of popped in my head, because I'm looking at my favorite class, and speaking of that, mine's a 20-minute hip-hop ride with Leanne, it's from 125.21, and it was at 2 (laughs) a.m., so I realized that that's British time, so like that was, I don't know. I think they're six hours ahead of us at Central Time. So that was 8 a.m. for them. Or maybe five hours, it's five or six. Okay, so that was early for them. And then I'm like, oh, well, I probably should say that we're in central time. So I think going forward for class of the week, we're just going to go ahead, tell you guys the instructor, the date, and what kind of ride it was. And you should be able to find it from there. So What kind of music was, was she playing? Hip-hop. So there was some Roddy Rich in there. That's usually why I took it. There was Savage by Megan The Stallion. And just some pretty current hip-hop songs that I enjoyed. But again, I did get screwed as the last song had Roddy Rich in it, and it was like the last 30 seconds. Wow. I do love Leanne classes. And the Christine class was great and all. I mean, it was one of the harder power zones I've taken. But I, like I said, I just couldn't. I was just weak. I don't know if it was just a bad day or or what. But see, like, you're getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. Because you hadn't peaked yet. Like, I'm on the downward slope, you know? Like, you know, I... I probably got, what, 20, 30 years before the nursing home? I mean... You think you got that long? I don't know. It's hard to say. Man. I mean, I thought <laughs> I mean, I, was I probably generous. was being a little generous. It's probably closer to 20. Yeah. I think that was maybe wishful thinking. I'm not sure about that. So, let's speak about our Peloton setup a little bit, because on Facebook, people love to put up their designs or pictures of their Peloton rooms and what they've been doing. So, we mentioned last episode that we've sort of redone our room. 
And it's taken even a bigger jump as we got light strips set up. And yeah. you can also talk to Alexa to turn them on, off, or change colors. I know you love that. Yeah, I just want to say something here real quick. See, Anderson grew up with technology. So it's like no big deal to him. But to me, when you walk in a room and say, Echo or Alexa or whatever, you know, turn the lights on. <laughs> and there's, there's Alexa. Over. Alexa. And, but, but to me, that's just amazing. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. It is pretty cool conceptually when you think about it. I mean, technology certainly evolved even from when I was little. I mean, this really wasn't possible. The coolest thing at the time, light-wise, would probably be when you could plug in those things and set the time for when they would turn on and off, you know, the automatic ones. And oh, then yeah. you got the motion sensors, and then you got the automatic timer ones, and then it evolved to LED lights everywhere. And then light strips, and then you can connect them to your phone, you can connect them to all these smart devices. And, you know, that is one of the dangers of technology, is it's taking over pretty much every aspect of life and can be controlled by basically anybody. But that's that's a topic for another day and another <laughs> podcast as we talk about Peloton. But going into my next thing, I'd like to give a special shout-out to Jennifer Keithley, who happens to be my mother. and My wife. Yeah, she's actually gotten on the bike and the tread. And she seems to be enjoying herself, so shout out to her for doing it, and make sure you stick with it. I know you're listening to this episode when it launches live, so I do hope that you're having a good time, and I hope you continue to do it and stick with it. I will say, I'm not sure she was having such a good time on the tread. Yeah. Um, We put her in a 20-minute Jess Sims hike, and I thought that would be not so bad, but we walked in the room one time and she was on a 15 grade, 15% grade. And I mean, she was heading straight up. It was crazy. as high as, yeah, the, as high as, as, high as the tread goes. But there was some big time stuff that happened in Peloton world recently. And that is that classes got purged yes. for music. So about 8% of bike classes, it's around 7.5% of bike classes gone running classes. So tread class about 2.5%. And I think it was right around that as well for yoga and meditation classes as well. One big highlight, I will say, Christine's rides, 118 of them were removed. Adrian Williams' runs, zero removed. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I was kind of looking into that. Like, why do they purge? Do you have any ideas? So I do have a little bit of insight to this. It's also a lot of older classes sometimes for production value. You can tell that the production of older classes is way down. I talked about this last episode with the cadence being a little bit different on Mm -hmm. what they're telling me versus what's on the screen. So I do think this has something to do with it as well. When production goes down, they want to get rid of this. It also has to do with music rights. So if they've lost somebody, Mm -hmm. they have to go ahead and get rid of the class. It also is, you might have to keep paying for something that a ride no one's taking. So let's say the greatest show ride, Hamilton ride, like any of these Broadway or famous artist series, they're not going to get rid of those because those get a lot of on-demand plays. Those are some of the most popular rides. So for those, they wouldn't really take those off the market. They would still continue to pay the money because they're getting more money for this and more endorsement and just more recognition. So for the musical acts and performers that they don't use as much, or you see them maybe on one ride a week, it's like, well, let's go ahead and purge some of these classes. Although some of them, some of the more popular rides did get purged as well. I know. but And also, a lot of the old classes aren't recorded with the dual right. um, tracks, too, You know where you could play the music mm-hmm. louder or the, or the words louder. So um, that's another thing. And then I saw also like a ton of the country ones got, got um, deleted because of Morgan Wallen and his... his um, controversy yeah he's not our famous neighbor by the way 
Um, let's see what else. What else you got? Well, new feature on the app now iOS and probably Android devices, but you know, I'm not an Android guy, even though I should be because you know the Peloton is an Android device. That is true. But uh, yeah, pure Apple here. Apple is the key to all success. Also, speaking of Apple, they are the number one most recognized brand in the world, and number two is Peloton. For real? Yep, so that's pretty interesting that in 2020 through this early 2021, Peloton is now the second most recognizable brand. So that's huge for them, and they can really change the fitness game, and they're continuing to do it. But back to the app. You can now sort on the app by all classes. So it used to be if you looked at the live schedule or the on-demand schedule, whatever mm-hmm. it may be for the day, you can only see whatever you were sorting by, which was a feature that people were like, well, why is there not an all feature? So I can see every single class that's going on for the day. Ah, oh, so you mean it's not just like running or not walking? Anymore. or it is it's every, every class for the day if you hit all. So you can see everything coming out in one day, which is really convenient because... I think one of the drawbacks was having to flip back and forth or then being like, should I just go on the bike instead because it's a little more user-friendly? But now you can do this along with the scheduling feature. It seamlessly goes into your calendar, and bookmarking's a lot easier. There's just so much more seamless transactions. Oh, that's so cool. Have you done any live classes with no, that? I haven't done any live classes with it. I have looked at it, and it is really cool that you can look at every class, but I have not done any live classes. I do know that they just did a Bad Boy Entertainment artist series, which is like P. Diddy and all those guys. So that was with Alex Toussaint and Toon Day. They did another two-for-one ride, and then Adrian's got a running class or a strength. I believe it was strength, actually. And Jess Sims got a 60-minute body weight boot camp on the tread for it. So this is something that, going forward... You guys can go ahead and look on the app, see every single class. So if you're interested in stacking, I think stacking became a little bit easier. So you can probably do this on desktop as well because it's for all the mobile devices. So I think desktop version is also enabled in this. Have you checked to see if the desktop version's I haven't because I only use my phone for this stuff, but I do yeah. think that it said desktop was And that's optimized. just for the classes of the day or, or tomorrow or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can see the whole week ahead usually. The whole week? Usually. It's sometimes cut off on Sundays, like Sunday's the last thing, and then they don't have anything for Monday, and then it resets eventually. That is so cool. In the week, but yes, they usually like to keep just about seven up there at a time. That's why I like this podcast. I learn something new every time. Yeah. I, <laughs> you're basically one of the Peloton people. That is so funny. That is that is that is great. Yeah, but Peloton being recognized as the second most popular brand is super super key to the fitness game and I think it shows even more importantly the ever evolving nature of Peloton and how they just keep growing and growing and the pandemic it didn't hold them back and I know a lot of people will say the production and not being able to get out equipment fast enough hurts them. But If you're looking at stats and stocks and numbers and all this kind of stuff, earnings reports, financial statements from Peloton, they are just rolling, and they're they're not going away. And I do think they are the leader in fitness, and I think they're only going to continue to step up their game. Well, I mean, even somebody like us, you know, we've really stuck with it. And, I mean, we both ebb and flowed some, but, um, you know, for the most part, you know, I guess everybody probably has those ebb and flows, but... I mean, it's just so much fun. It, it really, really is. It really is. And they're always adding new things. And it seems like every other week they've got new instructors on the rise, like rumors, you know? Yeah, I saw that. I also saw a rumor of uh, Peloton Australia. Yep, Sydney. 
So that'd be kind of cool to add some Australian instructors in. Um, I also saw a ride, I mean, an article this week out of the latest issue of Runner's World, and it was called How to Ride Your Way to a Stronger Run. And basically, it was just about how a lot of runners, to, 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 to eliminate some of the wear and tear on their bodies, are turning to biking and cycling. And they've kind of always done this, but, you know, even with Peloton. And in this article, Matt Wolpers was, was quoted quite a bit. And um, one, of the, one of his key things was he said, you know, you should be doing your hard workouts in your, in your sport. So if you're a runner, you're training for races, let's say your speed workout you would want to do as a run. Your long run of the week you would want to do as a run. And then you would fill in the other parts with cycling or, or other type of stuff. So it's really, it's re- I mean, it's really a great way for old people like me to yeah. train, to cross train. Because I just can't run every day like I used to. I think this, so for you that don't know me well in terms of, well, I mean, you don't know me well at all. <laughs> you just know of me as the Pelotoner. But I have a minor or working towards a minor in strength and conditioning. So a lot of what that article talks about ties into the law of specificity. And basically this is doing targeted stuff for your general sport or area of competition or whatever it may be. And the law of specificity is so important when it comes to working out. And even as far as breathing techniques, because you think about it, if you're breathing while biking, it's a lot different than you breathing while running. It's true. So learning how to control these breaths and doing like breath holds to try to improve your ranges is something super important and something that is often taken for granted. So when you find these compatible cross-trainable events like running and biking because of their synonymous nature with cardiovascular fitness, you're able to then go ahead and train properly while not doing as much wear and tear to your body, which is what sets you up for the greatness later. And speaking of Matt Wilpers, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's Yeah, he really does. He's a consummate pro and probably one of the most well-educated on the actual event and competition itself of biking and running. Yeah, I'd like to know how good of a runner he was. you you got to think he'd be pretty good. I mean, honestly, all the instructors are super fit when you think about their talking the entire time and telling us stories while they're doing the workout. And, of course, we've talked on here before. There's some debate of if they're going as hard as we are. But even still, just you guys go out and try to Peloton casually and stay in the middle, whatever you want, might want to do. Just go out and do this one time and then try to have a conversation at the same time with someone. And you'll see how truly tough it is to be engaged with the music, be talking to people, be calling out the rides, what you need to do cadence and resistance-wise, and then matching it yourself. Yeah, well, I just I just bet, you know, running-wise, he and Bex Gentry are just beast on the, on the roads. That, that would just be my, my guess. But I don't know. Isn't Bex the... She did a marathon, didn't she? I think so. I think so. She's pretty good. Yeah. So what else you got? Well, the new rumors of Peloton Australia, we didn't touch on that much, but it does seem like it's a real thing. Peloton's filed patents for the name Peloton Australia and all types of licensing rights. So this is something that could be happening, which would be very interesting to see how it piggybacks off the London studio as well just because of the similar nature and the similar language of both the countries. And you also have to think about how this would impact the scheduling and how this would add even more stuff just to the library. New Instructors always brings about new content. Now, we'll talk about new instructors. The German instructors that got added, I mean, I I don't even take their classes. 
Because they're just in, they're always in German. <laughs> I know. They're, so it's like, what what percentage of clientele is really into the German scene? It, that'd be something interesting to learn about. But also, speaking of legal issues with Peloton, they used to have like this outgoing like lawsuit or trademark filed for spin and spinning, but they recently dropped it. I don't know if you heard about that, but they dropped it because these terms have just become second nature. They right. used to want to be like spinning and keep this as their thing, but it's impossible now. I mean, it's it's gone. Yeah, but they still can't use like spin class as their right as their term. Yeah, that's crazy. It is weird, but. That's something to look forward to with new instructors, new artist series. They don't seem to be slowing down the artist series really whatsoever, which is awesome. I mean, one a week is a sweet spot. And I also think doing more targeted artist series to the bike and to the tread, as well as to yoga and meditation, because I do feel oftentimes that a lot of the yoga and meditation crew is sort of left behind in the artist series. I know they did like a Post Malone yoga and Post Malone's a unique artist. If you guys listen to him, he does have music that could be considered slow and that would work for that. But there's certain artist series that do not cater to yoga or meditation. And that really takes out some of the fun for those people. So I do know that they have done some exclusively for yoga and meditation. And I think they need to do more of that and maybe even do two artist series a week. And you've got like one that's dedicated to bike and tread and strength, and then one that's yoga and meditation, and you can just combine all this stuff. But class types, I know they did more bar classes recently. They had mm-hmm. like 10 or 15 new ones come out, ranging from 10 to 45 minutes. And I also read that there are 11 Peloton instructors trained in Pilates. I saw that too. I think one thing that would be really cool is, you know how now they have the programs on there, like the, you know, run a 5K or run a marathon? Or- yeah. Or something, but they're they're past classes, right? Mm-hmm. I think it would be neat to have a program with future classes, you know. So, like, say, train for a five k, yeah, and then okay, the classes are going to be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday. Saturday. I mean, so you look forward to the classes, you know, and so like you're on there. I just think that something like that might even make a live class even more fun. I mean, you could still do it on demand. But they can record it on demand. Yeah, but I mean, it would it would be like okay, yeah, I'm training today. This that's is interesting. For, that's that's a really good idea. A targeted program that you can also somehow use scheduling to somehow intertwine with yeah. that and set it up on your agenda. But maybe Peloton could schedule it out for a month in advance, so you could go add this program to my schedule. Exactly. So it could give you targeted times that you should do it to allow for enough recovery, enough training, enough muscle optimization, and all types of other things. That would be. Very interesting, and then it could recommend stretches, yoga. I mean, let's let's say you you know they do have the marathon program on there, but let's say you're training for a marathon. Well, if you're training for a marathon and it's kind of live based, you're training for a marathon with everybody in the community that wants to train for a marathon that that weekend or whatever. I just think that'd be kind of cool. That's a really good idea, Peloton. I hope you guys are listening (laughs) to this podcast because man, we are flown with ideas today. That's that's something that's really cool and something that could come in the future. But I know I just talked about Pilates, and I believe there's two more class types that are supposed to be coming to yeah. Peloton. And I think one is Pilates. Have you done a Pilates class? Mm-mm. Because they do have Pilates class. Because I, I was going to do a beginner Pilates class this week, and I was just intimidated by it. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do it. And but. I think they're supposed to add kickboxing, too. Ooh, that'd be fun. So, I mean, they have a couple of former kickboxers or certified coaches in kickboxing that are on the crew, 
And I think one cool thing about Peloton is how they use their instructors and they use them fully to their potential. I mean, they, they really have gone out of their way to add new classes, I believe, because of how well-versed these people are in fitness. Well, we've said it like a bunch of times, too. I mean, these guys are celebrities to us. They are, so. and they're, they're at the top of the fitness world. So it's cool to see how it evolves, and who knows what the next episode of Peloton people will be bringing us about because we might have some cool new stuff, new features to talk about. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going to drop this week? I know. You never know. But thank you guys for rocking with us for this episode of the Peloton People podcast. If you guys want to go ahead and follow us on the leaderboard, I'm at AndersonAK11. And I'm Peloton underscore people. And make sure you guys go ahead and follow, subscribe, whatever you do, share this podcast, whatever you guys have been doing. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and follow us on social media, too. You can follow our Instagram, at Peloton People, and our Twitter, at Peloton underscore People, for all the latest and greatest news about us and our podcast. We should put some shots of our, our new studio on the... Yeah, we'll put, we'll put some pics up pretty soon this week of... This coming week of what our Peloton room looks like now. We'll invite you guys to share yeah. your own on Twitter. I love looking at other people's Peloton setups. Yeah. And we also want to start doing some polls. So who knows what our first poll will be, but maybe it'll be something like, who's your favorite instructor? So we'll definitely see what well, happens. That's cool. Yeah, so we love to hear from the people. But thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you guys on the next episode next week. All right. Take care.